0: What's going on, guys? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. Before we start this shit, go down do us a favor and like and subscribe. And let's introduce our host for the show today. I'm Paul Pickin' Winam Contra, the number one Dolphins fan. And I got my shot poured up today. Who's with me?
1: Hey, man, it's the dirtiest of the dirty birds, man. It's your boy, Kevin Waterboy. Your boy, a.k.a. the Dom PYE, a.k.a. Mr. Make That Motherfucking Green. A.K.A. Mr. Motherfucker Likes to be Seen. So, we're talking week week two NFL football. Yes, sir. Week one was lit, and after, I, I skimmed through the games. I feel like the matchmakers, they, they borrowed the niggas from UFC or something because <laughs> them boys been knowing how to make them hit. Like, I was looking at the Panthers-Giants game, and I'm like, yo, that's a good game. Like I would never ever in life choose to either watch the Giants or the Panthers, but I was like, that's a good game. This like, week though. <laughs> yeah, that's a good game. So mad shout out to matchmakers making shit happen. But we had Thursday night football yesterday, Paul.
0: Send the <sighs> tone for the rest of the week.
1: <sighs> that's what you call a barn burner. JR would have been in this business like, damn. Okay, Pat. Okay, okay, okay. Just oh, Khalil, oh. So hey man, what did you see in this fucking game last night?
0: Um Chargers front four, they can create all the pressure, they can get the stops, they can they their front four were both so tranquil, Mac is nasty, and they don't need a blitz. And uh but the one thing that is kind of a iffy is their run game. This is uh they had what 24 carries for 75 yards, three point one yards per carry. Last week against the Raiders, they had 31 carries for 76 yards, 2.5 yards per carry. They have yet to get any good running shit going. And Eckler's a stud, but what the fuck going on? And until they can get that going on, it's going to be – I mean, the offense still looks good without it, but they're not complete until that happens.
1: Bro, fuck Austin Eckler, bro. He got auto-picked as my first pick in the NFL – in uh, fantasy football draft. And the first time I think, i was like, why is he a first pick? And I, and I looked, oh, he's like the number two running back. And I was like, okay, I get it because he catches a lot of passes. He runs it. Man, you're going to get me motherfucking Cooper Cup right now. Like, motherfucking, that shit was disrespectful. I had to pick him with a fifth pick. But you're not lying. I think the offense is kind of one sided, and it's Justin Herbert. And without Keenan Allen, it's Justin Herbert and Michael Williams. Like, it's not really like they made a lot of great of great plays. And I think that's what the Chargers are the team that makes great plays when they need it. They like when they scored the last touchdown on fourth down, like, they do that. But get stopped and when you're going against another great team that can score any drive they just need to get they just need to catch the um catch the right momentum, catch the right swings, call the right plays. It's always going to be tough to win those games especially in the dog fights.
0: How did you feel you about Oh, I was going to say how do you feel about Asante Samuel's interception overturn? Did you uh you saw that play or Asante Samuel had the ball like the, it hit the ground he has it in his hand at the same time. It's one of those 50-50 plays. And uh, and they were up what seventeen seven out of and they had just scored a touchdown up seventeen seven. Patrick Mahomes throws the interception. Then the interception gets overturned, and the Chargers would have had the ball up ten in the third quarter, and what within like twenty yards of another touchdown. Like I felt like that was a real page turner yeah. of the game. Yeah,
1: yeah. I expected definitely, but um. It is what it is. Like, I just looked at this shit. Like, I still had to leave. And you know, I could have kept, like, grinding, getting better. But I'm not going to lie. I can't even trip about that. I actually. But we're talking interceptions, I think Um. I really was a fan of that 99-yard pick.
0: Yeah, that was – I saw some crazy – you know, ESPN has the craziest stats. They're just, like, since 2000, like the start of the century, Herbert's the only person to throw a pick six in the fourth quarter of a tie game. Um, or. In in the red zone or some shit, and I was like, "Damn, that's a he." You telling me, uh, Brett Favre never throw one of those fuckers? (laughs) Nah, that's
1: tragic. I was gonna say Russell Wilson threw that bit, but he got the motherfucker got tackled. Yeah, but um, I look. Oh my gosh, but um, yeah, these highlights are nasty. I look at this shit like it was crazy. I Actually, seen some crazy stat that Brett actually was. Um, I sent it to my brother. Hold on. That nigga was um he's a rookie, Jalen Watson worked at seventh Wendy's. Round. He worked at Wendy's junior in college while finding, finding somewhere to play football. He got drafted in the seventh round. And this year, his first career interception was a 99-yard pick, six in the fourth. Like, it's a big deal, man. No, it was. Yeah, so how did this make how did this game make you feel about both teams though?
0: Chiefs are still the Chiefs without Tyreek, with Tyreek. Uh, I saw some people make a good point. Mahomes going to have to play better because he doesn't have Tyreek, and I think we're seeing that a little bit. Uh, Chargers, you need a run game. Your defense are studs. I'm not worried about the defense. Uh, Brandon Staley probably won't see as many fourth fourth uh, down attempts because of how good the defense is. He probably will trust the defense a little bit more, which we saw oh, this game. I feel,
1: I feel like he went for a cut. I think a lot. he went for all of them when he had to. But I feel like he went for a couple a little early, and he got him. But it was like God.
0: I was saying, well in the fourth quarter. He punted the ball back to them with like six minutes left or something, or eight minutes left, instead of going for like a fourth and two, which is like if that was last year, they're 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 going for that one. And like it was just like their defense he, place can play good enough where he doesn't need to only hope on Herbert in the offense. Yeah, but then the uh, other thing is Herbert got to stop throwing fucking. Uh, pick sixes, bro. I know it's not all on him, but I just saw a crazy thing. This is his fourth pick six in the fourth quarter. Brady only has four in his career. Okay, that's the goat. A. Rod only has one in his career. Russ has two in his career, and then even someone who everyone always says throws a lot of pick sixes, Philip Rivers, his whole career six. Herbert is only three years into his, and he's already at four. Like he just needs to like he does these i know it's not all on him there like the tight end was tired he wanted to get out the game coach told his ass to go back in there he half ass ran the route the ball's in a good spot cornerback makes a perfect jump on it takes it to, no one there to stop him takes it to the house but he, like you, the defense scoring 7 points within his short career four times already that's not that's not too good he's got to clean up that mistake and got some easier wins cuz you already made it to the red zone mm-hmm.
1: I was to say, didn't pay a man to throw him throw one, but that's the Super Bowl against the Saints. How long was that? That
0: was in the red zone. Probably not if it uh, if it didn't get if it wasn't uh, if it didn't pop up because uh, that one that one was crazy. But the one where he threw four already, in his within this is the barely his third season, like it just started. And Philip Rivers has thrown has thrown six, and so I thought Philip Rivers would have thrown more than six. I was an, I was another shocked about that one, but. You're about to pass Rivers, and like, Rivers is kind of known for throwing away games late in the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah, he was known for that, especially against um, Tony Romo US. Yeah, but, I'm like,
0: like, it's just a, not a good statistic. You want to be passing Rivers in?
1: Hey, that's Thursday night football, though. I hope they keep coming with them heavy hitters, like really snapping with them. Big teams, but, but on to on to Sunday. Dun 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 dun. Let's uh, start. My favorite game that I've seen on the slate was the Dolphins-Ravens. I wish we had Slick here. The Dolphins-Ravens. I was like, that's the reason. <laughs> Try
0: getting him on today. I did. I, I, hit, um, I tried to get him. He's busy. He was, uh, I was going to surprise. I wanted to bring a third person on. There's a couple people I hit up for today. A little, uh, we'll get someone on next week, though. But he was definitely for this Ravens-Dolphins game. I wanted him here.
1: Yeah, that's going to be – that game actually um, really made me think, like, oh, what the boys going to do like. Because the Ravens looked good last week, but they didn't look dominant. You guys look fucking phenomenal. So, and this is a real deal. Like, the same way y'all had the Bills circled on y'all fucking calendar last year, the Ravens better had y'all circled on this calendar. Because this is going to prove that Lamar's an MVP. We're going against a great defense. Two, this is a get back. John Harbaugh, don't forget shit. Three, what the fuck? They, y'all just lost Kyle Fuller, so you got to deal with Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill. So, like, what y'all got going okay, on?
0: Not just Fuller, all four of their starting corners. I'm going to tell you, this is their four starting corners right here. Kyle Fuller, injury reserve, out. Marcus Peters is back at practice for the first time since 2020. He's, this will be his first game since 2020. Jay, uh, Marlon Humphrey hasn't been practicing for the past few days uh, yet. So, is he going to play? It's up in the air. Brantley Stevens hasn't practiced for the past three days also. Is he going to play? It's up in the air. Those are the four people, or those are the corners for this Raven squad right now. And as I even touched it, their O-line with their left tackle, they just put on injury reserve. And Ronnie Stanley is probably still not going to be back for uh, week two, which is all pro, uh, all uh, all pro tackle right there. So that's a little concerning to, uh, if I'm a Ravens fan, is this the, the fucking injury bug that they have yet to beat.
1: That's real as fuck. I think – um, I just don't know what they got going on out there. I feel like the Ravens in Tennessee, like this is – damn, that Mike Williams catch over down, um, that motherfucker um, holding that corner, it was so nasty every time I see it. But, um, yeah, I just don't know what the fuck they got going on out there. But I feel like the Ravens, if there's any team that understands you got to start winning, healthy or not healthy, it should be that team. They're the dog-fighting team. But are they – what about the offense against your defense, though?
0: Our defense is so that's literally how we beat them last year. Um, where we had four sacks, an interception, a heavy blitz package when we beat the Ravens. We were two and seven going into that game, they were six and two. Uh, we ended up with a better record at the end of the season, which is just crazy to think about. Uh, but Javon Holland coming in on the blitzes that like he was a big stopping force in the last game, and he's only gotten better. He was only a rookie last year. That boy Jalen Phillips, the, our um, end, he like, he's looking phenomenal. He's fast as fuck as an end. Like, I just feel like we have speed pieces on, at the edge rushers that can keep up – not keep up with Lamar, but they're not some big-bellied slow motherfuckers that Lamar is blowing past. Like, they got some speed on them. Javon Holland coming on blitzes a lot <clears throat> as a safety. That's going to be nasty. Our cornerback blitzes. Uh, I just feel like we, we line up well scheme-wise for them. And Lamar's Lamar. Lamar's gonna have a good game, but I just want to see how's J.K. Dobbins look if he's the first game back as a running back uh, again behind his hurt O-line. We are the underdog. Understandably, we're three and a point, three and a half point underdog. We're on the road. Ravens' first game of the year at home, so they're fourteen and one uh, or thirteen and one and on home openers. So, they like to the win the very – like, they usually show up for the first game at home. So, that's just a little a little nugget some people have.
1: That's interesting. I have to show America my motherfucking cat because my shit pretty as hell. But, I don't know, man. I love my dog Lamar. You know I'm always rooting for Lamar and them boys, and I want to see them boys take off this. I just don't know if they have the speed to keep up with y'all. And I think you guys can still give that pressure. Like, I don't know – how many sacks I got against the Jets, but I feel like if you can keep him uncomfortable and not let him sit down and sit in the pocket and throw a fifty five yard pass. You're not gonna see nothing really over the air like that. Is that your pick? Are you rocking with Lamar? You with are you are you taking the fins. Are you but Who's the favorite? The Ravens are favorite at home. Yeah, I'm I'll take the I'll take I'll take my dog. I'll take my dog. All right, I'm taking you
0: know I'm taking the Dolphins here, it, but also I think is
1: that, uh, your, is that one of your underdogs of the week?
0: Uh, well, I'm taking Dolphins almost every week, but also, uh, it might be. We'll see how this slate we see we we'll see how the slate plays out. Uh, then let's see. On to the next game. What's else? Another one o'clock game to start off with. Uh, Jets at the Browns right here.
1: Another fucking good game. That's crazy.
0: We have the uh, Browns are hosting the Jets. Browns are favored by six and a half points, almost a whole touchdown here. Battle of the Cooked QBs, if you ask me. Both Jacoby Brissett's cooked and Joe Flacco's cooked. So the battle of just uh, two two has beens, just to put it bluntly. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna doubt the Browns. They have a great defense. I forgot about that when I picked the Panthers over them. They still have Miles Garrett. They still got Denzel Ward. They still know how to play football. They still got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Like they still got a good old line. It's just the quarterback play where they're weak. So I can't continue to doubt them and I'm definitely not going to doubt them against a Jets team here. That's like, just to be real. That's one of the worst teams in football right now. Like
1: it just does not look good. Case Keenum. Not Case Keenum. Um Who was, no, it was Case Keenum. That was um the Browns Back up last year, it was that Cooper Rush.
0: No, it was like Case Keenum.
1: Case Keenum got behind that O line and started and would and would win games. He won one or two, I think. He beat so, the Steelers. The Steelers made the playoffs. I mean, you could you could call you could blame that, and it was for Christmas. You can blame that on divisional play, but at the end of the day, so you got to respect that entire team because that's why it's such a big deal that Baker wasn't winning. So when they get Deshaun, they can make something shake, but. I definitely got to take the Browns in this one with that two-headed beast. The one thing about the Jets I would like to see is that they attempt to make things tricky on offense. They use, they use, they figure out what Garrett Wilson is great at. Even if you got to just throw that bitch up to his ass, see if he can make something shake. But yeah, I don't trust the Jets for nothing without Zach Wilson. Robert, la la la. I just don't see them doing nothing until like maybe week four or five. Maybe they can steal a win when they get Zach back.
0: I would say one thing that I saw that was decent out of this team, and, and, and uh, both teams can say this, they both had good rush defenses last year. I am mean, not last year, last week. Um, they I know it's only one week, so take it with a grain of salt. But I think one, uh, who, one of them is ranked second, one's ranked third. Like one's right. like 50-something yards, 60-something yards. And, and and Jets played Ravens last week with Lamar I was Jackson.
1: I going to say, and one played Lamar Jackson, the other person played Christian McCaffrey. So I'm just saying. Yeah, so <laughs> –
0: I do, I do respect both defenses. That's what I say. Is going am be cooks QBs versus battle two decent defenses. Go bet the under, everybody.
1: All Joe Flacco has to do is show niggas his because at least he had that playoff Flacco run. At least he I'm had lack a, lack a run. You, you can be a cooked. If you're a cooked, cooked player in any position, you can at least bring up one that one time you had a run. I'll always respect you.
0: If you're cooked, it means that you're a one-time good. You can't – yeah. Like that, so I'm not trying to throw too much shade. But both of us on the Browns here. Jets are dead. Next game, another a nice little –
1: Oh, my god, nice little, little
0: fun play. one. Divisional.
1: Hey, Low-key. We forgot to talk about Travis Kelsey getting body slammed in the third.
0: Oh, yeah. He did get spine busted, like – It was fucking
1: insane, like, but real Batista shit, like – I'm shocked nobody did do the little uh, afterwards. That's just crazy.
0: Uh, f- Colts are playing the Jaguars right here. Jags are plus four underdogs at home. Colts back to back road. Is this back to back? Uh, yeah, back to back road games for the Colts. They got they they're literally so banged up right now. They canceled practice and they're doing walkthroughs on Friday. Which is fucking crazy. Darius. Nice. Yeah, Darius Leonard probably gonna be out again. I'm not too sure. Alec Pierce, the rookie wide receiver, is probably gonna be out. I'm not too sure. I know he was doing concussion protocol, but I haven't heard any good news of him coming. And Darius Leonard, I just he I think all signs are pointing to him not playing this weekend again. And another crazy the home team has won the last nine meetings of this game. So whoever plays at home typically wins. So that's another little betting nugget I saw. There's nine times four years. The last four years that's the way shit has happened. Even when the Jags won one game all year. It was game home against the Colts.
1: And last year. Game at home against the Colts. Uh,
0: and another little fun little nugget is this is a, a battle of Doug Peterson and his disciple Frank Wright. So yeah, too battles, of the last with the coachings, uh they have they connect a little bit themselves.
1: Nice matchmakers be working, eh? So what do you think about Trevor Lawrence versus this Colts defense that's a little banged up right now?
0: This Colts defense is still they, they still got the Buckner who can get to the the line, but no Darius Leonard is such a big deal. And they're they they do not have like a phenomenal like, Kenny Moore is pretty good, but outside of Kenny Moore is a big drop off at cornerback play. But and- Christian Kirk is one of my sleeper wide receivers. He kind of balled out last week, six catches, 117 yards. I think he will get open. They paid him all that money. He's he's putting it to good use. And even if Trevor Lawrence ain't the best, I just, I'm not high on Matt Ryan like some other people are. I put him in the same boat as how Rivers was on this team. Like, he's just an old QB that his best years are definitely behind him. He's playing the back nine. The best thing he got going for him is his IQ right now. Because his arm strength is lacking, his mobility is lacking, and uh, but he is still smart, like a Brady. And uh, as long as you have the IQ of football, you can still play quarterback at a high level, ish. But there are there's there's caps to your stuff, like you have some ceilings that you can't hit. How do you see this matchup lining
1: up? I think this is a, this is a matchup. This is this is this is a lot closer than it has to be because I didn't know about the injuries before beforehand. I should really start checking the injury report. So it's a game that's I felt like it was already a toss up before the injuries. But now with the injuries, it's really looking in Jacksonville's favor to steal one real quick. So they almost won last week. They're still kinda high. And they could really steal one this week. Like really sit down and be like, hmm, like nobody's expecting us to win except the people that watched the last game last year. So it's up it comes down to Frank Wright, who just literally lost these motherfuckers with up, with an interim head coach. Oh no, man. The Colts and I'm not the Colts did not show me anything I wanted to see last week. I just showed me that Jonathan Taylor is still gonna be the forefront of this offense They showed me that you have a smarter, more expert quarterback in Matt Ryan, but he's limited due to he's limited. Like he's not really mobile, he can't really get out of there. and shit isn't working and he's older, like, his accuracy accuracy is still there. His power, he could probably still throw deep balls, no problem, but, like, this isn't 2016, Matt Ryan, that's really going to – it's going to take them a second to really get this offense going again. I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be surprised if they started off, like, one and three or two and four.
0: No, facts. But with the picks, I'm taking Jags as a home dog here. Um, Shit, like, everything I said, plus the fact of – Doug Peterson, this is his disciple, Frank Reich. The disciple never beats the master, usually, often in football coaching matchups. And just uh, too many injuries for the Colts. And uh, oh, and these older QBs, once they go down south to Florida, play outside in 100 degree weather, 80% humidity. That's why the Colts have been losing at these home games. They've got these QBs that can't go. And this, this is not a good place to play during September. So I just think that is also going to get to the Matt Ryan and his offense. So, yeah, give me the Jags at home.
1: That's a good pick, especially if you're a betting. I would really put sprinkle a little, you know, just a little sign of sign on that one, even if you take a straight money line. But I definitely got to take the Colts on this one. Even though I don't feel like they have a lot of promise in this matchup, I do think that Matt Ryan, especially how they played later in that game. Maybe not the overtime itself, but later in that game, I feel like if they defense is worried about Jonathan Taylor, Matt Ryan can really sneak in some some big games. And like the play action is unstoppable because you gotta you gotta bite no matter what. Cause you finna let this big ass motherfucker get a step on you. No, <laughs> I think that I think the Jags defense has a lot. To, um, has what can has a defense that can stop. That can fight the run. I don't know about Jonathan Taylor, but they can go out and fight the run if they emphasize it with all their, um with their rushers like um, like Josh Allen and the boys. So, but I'm gonna still take the Colts on this one because I think that, that that tie last week left a sour taste in their mouths. And I could be wrong because this is the Colts. I could be very very wrong, but I took the Colts to win this division. I feel like this is how they win the division. They go out, they 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 do. Mm, Plus whatever. Plus last week down the toilet to show that they're still a high-powered team even Carson Wentz is throwing for two hundred on this team, with this team.
0: Next game, I mean, all these one o'clock games are close. We're gonna talk probably more in these one o'clock games than the four and the later games because the uh, that's how close they are. But Panthers going to New York. New York is favorited. This is the first winning record the Giants have had since 2016. They've yes. lost. Every opener since 2016, so they always start 0-1, and, and they have never made it out of that. So, <laughs> congrats to the Giants. You're, you're doing it. You're Unlike the other New York team over there, you fucking won a game last weekend.
1: Hey, I'm not going to lie. There's something about the Giants that just makes me like, I feel like you did something to earn these, this, these L's. Because, like, Giants fans are pretty toxic, but well, nobody talks about them because they've been, they've been dormant for so long. Ever since they lost Eli Manning, they really haven't said nothing. Yeah, they're they're fucking waiting. Giants fans, Jets fans are crazy toxic, but Giants fans are toxic and they're loud toxic. Jets fans are like bougie toxic. Nah, they're they're They're, they're, they're trashy toxic too, but they're at least a little quieter than Giants fans. So I really be thinking the Giants fans deserve this. Whenever they win, they be talking shit. And I like, man, fuck y'all. Daniel Jones ain't shit.
0: Yeah, but Dan Jones, and not even just Dan Jones, like, if the stats came out. Daniel Jones had the least amount of time per drop back last week. That O-line did not look good. I don't care what PFF graded Andrew Thomas. So, Brian Burns is going to get to this fucking quarterback. He is going to – I think he's going to create havoc. He's going to get a sack. Like, if there's a way to bet overs on sacks, oh, bet the over on Brian Burns' sack or get the sacks. And then they have their at linebacker they were, they were, they were not that good at corner but and uh, and then their starting corner Aaron Robinson is going to be out this game so i they're, they're hurt everywhere remember last year when i was telling you about the teams that dumped the Gatorade to always fade them the next week they didn't dump the gatorade but do not sit here and tell me that last week when they were dancing in the locker room, the ball's fucking going crazy, and the whole team is going nuts after that win, after the the going forward for the on uh, the going for it in the fourth quarter and shit. This they're they're riding too high to the sun. They're go- they're gonna get burned. And they, <laughs> I do I just I do not think the Giants, this is not the week to be back in the Giants personally, in my take of this game.
1: I think if you made money on the Giants last week, you deserved it. You earned it. Congrats. I just hope, I hope you invested that money into like stocks or something like that because there's a way better chance that you, you'll you get. You'll turn your 100 and a 200 off those stocks than the Giants winning next week. Winning this week. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I like the way. I like their edginess. I like their riskiness but the Titans just made so many mistakes so much. Like they look like a brand new team last week. So I don't think the Titans would play like that again. And I think the Giants woke up. Saquon did his thing. But Brian Burns, is, but the Panthers defense is not going for that. Because they. one thing they do have is a decent defense. So, yeah. No, 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 no. We're going to fade the Giants every time.
0: Yeah, Give us Panthers as the underdogs on the road here. Damn, that's money right there. Please. Yeah, and uh, another crazy thing I think is crazy. People, the Browns got a good defense. So yeah, the Panthers look bad. They're also got up for that game to shit on Baker. Like, there's a, everything in the scenario for the Browns defense to do well in that game. Like, they have a great. De- the Giants did not have Miles Garrett or Denzel Ward. All right, this is not the same defense that Baker's gonna be seeing this weekend.
1: All right, and then Baker it's gonna look decent this game. I'm 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 hoping for it because why? We don't hate Baker over here.
0: Next game on our uh, slate, Patriots going to the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Steelers are a home underdog. Patriots are favored by two and a half here. T.J. Watt is on the IR, so he'll be gone for six weeks. There was a sighting of him at practice running on the field with a ball in his hand, so he's, he, that's a Watt for you, baby.
1: T.J. Watt being hurt is so hurtful, but this defense still has dogs. Mika Fitzpatrick. Who else is on this defense?
0: Miles Jack. Um High Smith or Hightower.
1: Let's defense see. got dogs. Defense got dogs. They're just go. Gonna... Isn't Cam Hayward on this team too?
0: Cam Hayward.
1: Yeah, this defense still got dogs. So the next man up, and that's the standard over there in Pittsburgh. But well, we praying for my boy TJ well, I need him to win. I think he can come back and still make the case for defensive MVP.
0: I said this all throughout the, uh, before the season started. Mac Jones, when he has to play a great defense,s he crumbles, and if he doesn't have the run game going, he crumbles. <laughs> and the Steelers' front seven, even without TJ, is going to have great run. Like they held Mixon to 82 yards on 27 carries. All right, that's great. That's a lot of carries with a great running back. They. So it is also time to tell. It was this is the Steelers defense really just fucking like that, or is the Bengals O line not good again? Like, cause they did go out and spend a lot of money. Maybe the Bengals O line is good, and the Steelers defense was just like that. But maybe, maybe we'll, we'll time will tell. But one thing I do know, Patriots good. offense looked horrendous last at last week. They're on back to back road games. Circle that. No one likes to travel on the road, so. This is going to be another – I think this is a game where the matchmakers got it wrong. I don't see how the Steelers are at home. This is the home opener. They Their first game was on the road, so now they get the Steelers' home opener as an underdog against this Mac Jones-led team that doesn't have the same O-line. Who the fuck are his cornerbacks? So I think, like, at, at corner, even if Mitch Trubisky's not that guy – Chase Claypool, Pickens, Deontay Johnson, they're going to they gonna make some big plays this weekend. And I think this is a game where the Steelers' offense looks, looks kind of – like, I wouldn't be surprised if Mitch throws for, like, 260. Like, this is a, a good game for the offense.
1: Nah, definitely. I don't think Mitch would throw through. No, I do have Deontay Two or three,
0: 270 in the game, and he looked like he played a bad game in a lot of people's
1: eyes. No, I'm not gonna lie. We got De- I got Deontay Johnson. So yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead and throw 260 real quick. As long as I of them go to my dog with a touchdown. It may be a run or two. You feel me? Why? They always let Claypool run the ball. Let my dog Deontay Johnson run it once or twice. But the Steelers team is awesome, low-key. Like I think this team is they're the only team. They're one of those Mike Tomlin is a very stingy ass motherfucker, right? I say that because got to be a stingy ass motherfucker to be in a rebuild on offense, but still be like that on defense. Because one thing about the Steelers the entire time I've been watching them as a football fan is that they have a very, they believe that you only need this, the offense only need to score 14 or 17, like defense to handle the rest. Like that's just the mindset that they come with. And like they stayed with that mindset the entire time in that culture. So I think this defense against the Mac Jones who is without Shaq Mason They don't really have the running game all the way together. There's nothing what they can do. I think Bill's going to be smart. He's going to play great, great um, offense. And if you can force the Steelers to make mistakes, then you can take advantage. But I think the Steelers have them in every category. And it's crazy that they're dogs. We're both riding the Steelers here. We're going to ride it. Who are you taking? Jacoby Myers or motherfucking Deontay Johnson? Who are you taking? The only thing you might be able to say is Trubisky's over, um, I might want Mac Jones over Trubisky, but we want Najee Harris over every running back they have. The Steelers O line is better than the O line. I don't all-
0: know that one is that Steelers O line is still, shit, but the you Patriots so? defense, yeah, I think so. But the Patriots defense is not as good as that. Like, they're they might have the same O line, but they're facing different competition. Like, the, yeah. the Patriots O line is gonna have to see this, uh, the Steelers front seven, whereas the Patriots of front seven ain't the same.
1: Definitely. So I, like, I just think they match up. I think the Steelers match up so much better in, in the categories that matter. I feel like they, um, they got this. And if they don't, then shout out New England. Maybe the Dolphins are just really like that. But like, yeah. I like the second week of football because there's a bunch of maybes. Maybe blah blah blah. It's really blah blah blah. Yeah, maybe we do. That, so, like maybe like like nah, nigga. This we is really where
0: overreactions like are born.
1: Yeah. This is like when the Panthers went three and you know, zero last last year. Everybody's like, whoa. I was oh, part of them. Move, move over, Bucks, and Panthers. And, well, then they, and they finished last in the division.
0: Speaking of Bucks, that's where we're going next. We have the Bucks going to New Orleans to take on the Saints. Saints are a plus two and a half underdog at home. It was plus four to open. So now it's only plus two and a half, which means a lot of people were hammering Saints at home, plus four, enough for them to move the line down. So. Bucks again. I'm circling it. There's a lot of them this week. Back-to-back road games. Godwin is not playing. Evans, Julio, Fournette, Gage, all on the injury report. All questionable to play. They're probably going to play, but they're still banged up. Jameis and Kamara are questionable. J- Jameis is dealing with some back spasm type things I'm hearing. And then Kamara he hasn't practiced in a couple days in a row. And so like uh, maybe he'll. I'm pretty sure he'll play, but this him not practicing for a couple of days is kind of worrisome because uh, but Saints are four and zero in the last four against the Bucks outside of the playoff games.
1: How yeah, you- I the Saints are Tom Brady's kryptonite. The way that Tom Brady just plays so boring in those games, and he really looks like he's looking down the floor like Lucifer. I, I remember that deal. It's me again. Fight. <laughs> Like they really be trying to just—they just have Tom Brady's number. They know how to make him frustrated. Um, what's Cam Jordan knows how to get back there. Like, I think, I think the Saints defense is gonna be. Um, the Falcons gave a blueprint to the Saints to the Saints to the Saints, to the Saints offense. So the Bucks defense is gonna keep pressure on them. Plays tight man, not not a, not too much soft zone. And they're going to try to – and they're just going to understand that these are speedy-ass receivers, so we're not going to let nothing go up top. And if they want to fucking move the ball, they got to use – they got to go with slants, slants and quick passes all game. So I don't think there's going to be a lot of stuff over the top, which is the reason why Jameis wasn't doing what he was doing until the fourth quarter because we stopped everything over the top. So I see this being a good game, but the fact that Tom Brady's just offensive – just goes through offensive paralysis against this team, is the reason why I got, it. I think, the Saints. The Saints are going to take it, like, 21, like, 10. And I don't fuck with either of these motherfuckers. And if you you don't got Instagram, but they got this Like Mike picture. Off from, no, I've um, seen
0: that one with the two teams next to Mike like, Thomas, that's, Mike Evans. Shit,
1: that shit made me want to, that shit just made me never want to watch that movie again. I was like, oh, dude, it's marketing. Marketing, kill yourselves.
0: See, I, I want to go with the Saints here at home. Because fuck Tom Brady, all that jazz, <clears throat> and all the, the – st- everything going into it. But one thing that kind of like – Bucks only scored, what, 19 points? But they made it to the red zone a lot. They just left a lot of points on the board. I think Tom Brady cleaned some of those up. He scores a, uh, a couple of points here. Linda Fournette had a great day. He had over 100 rushing yards. Uh, and the D line for the Bucks looked just as dominant, even though they lost some key players uh, in his – like, they look just as good against – maybe it's more on the Cowboys offensive line look being bad this year, but their D-line looked just as dominant as did previously. And the Saints O-line was letting the Falcons look like they had a great pass rush going on. And there's no shade to the Falcons, but you know how – y'all don't get a lot of pressures. But yeah, that, I, that Saints O-line is not good at all. This That was one thing I told all fans I going to hold them back this year. I'm like, y'all have the receivers. Y'all have a great running game. I do believe in Winston. But y'all let a top three left tackle walk and then traded a little – and then a drafted the rookie left tackle to put in there, who's still out. He's not playing these first four games. And they put him in there, and now you guys got to pray that he's just as good. Like, that you don't do that and be the same team. So, this, I just think it's more on the Bucks defense is going to create some havoc here, just like how people think the Saints defense will. I think it's actually going to be the Bucks defense getting the sacks, getting the strip sacks, this – just getting in the face of Winston all game.
1: Yeah, um, I think they're going to get in there, but Tom Brady just doesn't do anything with them. Unless they get some great field position, I don't see a lot of points being scored in this game by the Bucs.
0: On to the next game here. We have – this is the last – I think our last 1 o'clock game. Oh, no, we got two more. We have Commanders taking on Detroit Lions in Detroit. This is the first game – since 2020, it's been 24 games since the Lions have been a favorite in a football game. This is a battle of two QBs that couldn't that they're like the the teams previously couldn't get rid of them quick enough. The the commanders got Carson Wentz, they couldn't get rid of him quick enough, and Jared Goff couldn't get kicked out of the Rams quick enough to go to Detroit. So one man's trash, another man's treasure.
1: The Lions, my mighty, mighty Lions. The boys' favorites. I'm so proud. Them. I'm so proud of the boys. That's all I can say about this game, man. <laughs> Not <laughs> I fucking, This is going to go. I'm.
0: Um, I mean, this is really head head's tail. There's nothing I can really break it down to put anyone in anyone's favor. I'm gonna go with Commanders on the way. Just as an underdog, just because, like, I can't trust a team like the Lions to be a, a favorite. <laughs> I'm never picking them as a favorite.
1: Nah, no cap. But, like, yeah, I actually want to see what both these teams do against each other. Because the Lions, the Lions did show promise later in the game when they came back, when they started coming back while the Eagles were playing a lot softer zone and stuff like that. So they can bring that energy. And, you know, motherfucking MCDC was in our motherfucker. Come on. We can beat these teams. We got this. Let's do this. But I really feel like yeah, I'm going to take lines in this one. I'm going to take line. I'm going to take lines. But my question is how did the defense do last week at, um corners cuz they got um they got this their, their old starter oh, back, didn't
0: Jeff, they? Jeff Akrua, 18 targets, one completion. That boy right. was locking shit up. Arborimani on the other hand, I don't want to throw out the numbers. It didn't go his way. I was just say that. It didn't go his way last weekend. Sometimes you mm-hmm. win them. That I think he was the one that was on AJ Brown. So that was just uh, if you go look at AJ Brown's numbers.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it'd be like that. Sometimes like you last... win some,
0: sometimes you win some. AJ Brown's also like... like 6'4, 250, so I can't blame him. It was
1: like last year when um he was going like Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams at the goal line, and they um, they called a pass interference on the slant. Oh, like, bro, what the fuck you think he was supposed to do? <laughs> what? You was finna just let this motherfucker just go through and score a touchdown? Fuck that. Don't put hands on your stupid ass. Put hands on your dumb ass. It's fucking wrong with
0: Nah, but I do want person I want to point out is Commander's Curtis Samuel. He looked good. He's finally been fucking healthy. He was a dog on the Panthers. He was a little do-it-all gadget guy, go to the slot, can run off the, the, the round out route. Like he he's he's an all do-it-all type of wide receiver, little running back sometimes. And he, Ron Rivera brought him over when he became the Washington coach. So Ron Rivera likes that guy this much. He has been unhealthy. Now that he's healthy, he would he have like 12 catches, not the, like nine catches for like uh 90 yards. Like he he did his thing. Like like I can see why Ron Rivera uh, talks talks him up so much. So I think he might have a good game. And that's also why I'm low-key going with the Commanders. On to... Oh, you have to something else to say.
1: I would like to see how this game goes, because this is a real toss-up. Because if I woke up, if I woke up and I see Carson and Wentz highlights from fourteen to 2015, I might have taken Carson. I might have taken on Carson Vick and them boys. Let's
0: see. <clears throat> this is uh the highlight reel games here. This is when these are We got three games, and this will be the blowout block here. Four games for the part of the blowout block because the spreads are fucking massive. We didn't have spreads this big last week. Broncos are hosting the Texans minus 10 points at home. I love the Texans. I hype them up, but the Texans' run defense looked good until it didn't no more. And Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon of the Broncos is going to run all over this team. I like the text. I like it to be closer than 10 points, of course, but the Broncos just lost that game bad. They're going to bounce back this week. They have a great offense, great defense.
1: Yeah, I want to see how this game turns out. But I hope Russ comes through and shows his mvp S days, you feel me? That's one thing about Russ. I never be like, yo, Russ is my pick for MVP, but I'd be like, MVPs like he had points in time where he really can throw 300 for three 304 touchdowns and walk off like yeah I did that but we'll see we haven't seen him do it against the Broncos um I think the Seahawks really got up and really came to play that game I don't think that the Broncos are a bad team I don't know if I'm part of Bronco County yet but if they can if they can use this two these two headed monsters they have at backs and really just run this bitch up and and just open up the lanes for Russ. It's gonna be a, a it's gonna be a lovely day for them for that offense.
0: Yeah, and no Russ missed some throws, but there's also this lack of working together with everybody. Like that's just gonna come throughout the season. Him, he's and in he his was, in
1: stride. He was like the Jared Judy was dropping, so. but he was um, but he was like the last person to get traded. Like if Matt Ryan, I think Matt Ryan was the last quarterback, but he would have been if motherfucking the Falcons didn't try to go get Deshaun Watson. I don't know Deshaun Watson was last name, but
0: Well, let's ride to the next game of this blowouts. The Bengals are going on the road to play the Cowboys, who are going to be putting Cooper Rush in. And just so anyone doesn't – if anyone doesn't know, Cooper Rush was cut by the Cowboys a couple weeks before the season started. That's how much they needed Cooper Rush. So, like, now he's getting picked back up to come back in. So – he minus knows, seven. He yeah, he knows the playbook, but like he wasn't good enough to be kept on the team. And one thing I want to point people: for everyone who keeps telling me Tavon Diggs is a top tier cornerback, pay attention to this game. Jamar Chase and T Higgins are gonna. This is gonna be, this is gonna be the game where Joe Burrow throws for 450 yards and has five touchdowns.
1: T. Higgins playing today. Playing also Sunday. He might be. I mean, he's not more fifty
0: fifty, but even if he does. The, to to march, I I could go line up a wide receiver, bro. And Joe Burrow's gonna have five hundred yards this weekend.
1: Hey, I'll be on the other side.
0: <laughs> then uh, and the Bengals' D line is one of the reasons why they got so far into the playoffs to the Super Bowl. And this Cowboys' O line looked atrocious. Like that. yeah, this is an easy Bengals win. Another one that's part of the blowout block, Seahawks, Geno Smith, and them boys are going to play the 49ers. Not the biggest 49ers fan, but they are favored by eight and a half here over a touchdown. Trey Lance was with the strippers. They posted some pictures to say, I know you see Trey
1: Lance with the big booty bitches. <laughs>
0: Of course we saw him with the bitches, bro. And then, you know, Jimmy G was caught with his porn star lady last year also. So, like, this, it just runs in the 49ers family, bro. Like, they dropping 50 points this weekend. Like, everything's pointing up after that first loss.
1: Yeah, I think that this is their chance to start turning upward. Um I always forget which Bosa they have. They have Joey Bosa, correct? Uh,
0: Yes. No, they have Nick Bosa.
1: Nick Bosa. So yeah, big Bosa, I want to see him do something. His name didn't get brought up too much last week. I understand it was raining, but I really want to see a big game from him. Facts
0: and um, Kittle's been practicing, so that's a good sign. He probably be playing. And Seahawks, another game. I'm pointing out this is a Gatorade dumping game. They got up for the Broncos. They got up to beat Russ. I'm not. I'm fading this team next week. I do not want nothing to do with them anymore.
1: Did Elijah Mitchell? Did Elijah Mitchell? He's on. He he's on IR.
0: But the Forty ers and and them boys are a running back factory. So I'm not. I'm not too worried.
1: I'm gonna go pick up his backup in my other league.
0: Def Wilson Jr.
1: Yeah, he's gonna do a good game.
0: And then on to the next game or the last blowout game. I'm gonna let you talk most of it. I'm just gonna start it. I'm gonna let you finish it because I know you're gonna go the other way. 10-point favorites at home. Falcons are going to go play the Rams in L.A. Stafford just needs to find ways to get Allen Robinson involved. Cam Akers needs to find ways to pass block if he wants to become a starter again. Rams defense did look bad, but let's remember, it was the fucking Bills. I think they'll do better this game. That's no disrespect to the Falcons. But Mariota is going to be in for a long day. He's going to be running Ever, as soon as he hikes that motherfucker, he better start running because Aaron Donald's coming up the middle.
1: I'm not going to lie. I agree with that. I agree with that. I think he's going to have a lot of running around to do. But they have Bobby Wagner.
0: Yeah, so he's not so going to get too far.
1: Yeah, so there's no way you can really double team. They still got Leonard Floyd. hmm Yeah, there's no way you can really double team. Got Jalen Ramsey guarding um And
0: everyone's been watching the Ram those clips I've been on ESPN all week with Ram Stefan. De- Ramsey's seen that shit, bro. He he he's Drake London. I love you, my boy, but you're gonna be in for a long day too.
1: This game this game gives me the same feeling I got last week. Last year when we played the Bills in the snow. I was like, now we gotta go play the Rams in LA with the lights on. <laughs> the bright lights. I think from this game what I'm looking for, I'm looking for us to continue that pass rush to see if we can continue, we can continue building the pass rush. I want us to see, I don't have don't think I think the biggest they're gonna do whatever they can to stop the motherfucking run. So the only way the the only way we're gonna be able to get past Aaron Donald is if we run straight to him. And Yeah, I don't know. I'm rooting for my team, though. Fuck everything else. (laughs) I want to see the defense. I want to see A.J. Terrell not get cooked by Cooper Cup, but that's going to be tough. Like, it's just going to be a rough game for us all around, and I'm going to enjoy watching every second of it. All
0: right. And our last game for the blowout block, it is a Sunday night football game. Bears are going to play the Packers here. And you cannot write a better script for Aaron Rodgers coming off a loss, Aaron Rodgers playing division rival Bears, Aaron Rodgers playing at home after a loss with place the Bears. Like, this is a perfect setup for a bounce-back game.
1: Damn, that's going to be terrible. I'm looking at the one-on-one matchup with AJ Torello Cooper Cup right now. I'm looking like, damn, Michael. Damn, they even jumped over my dog. He might actually come in and play his ass off. Next game, though, next game, next game. But um back to the Bears fucking are they playing in Chicago?
0: No, it's gonna be that's what I am saying. You can't make a better setup for Aaron Rodgers to bounce back then after a loss at home against the Bears.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be they knew he was gonna do that first game. Yeah, but he's still coming off a DMT. I'm fucked up. Yeah, this was but, an insurance
0: um, policy just in case he starts bad. Oh here's a fucking a four a a fastball down the middle, Aaron.
1: So we know Aaronville, also known as Chicago, is motherfucking Yeah, that boy killed that drink. Aaronville, also known as Chicago, is owned by Aaron Rodgers. So it's also anything that anything bears related. So the team, the team bus, the stadium, anything he owns all that. The bags. Even even, even the, um the the water boys that wear bears hats, he owns them. So he's gonna own this fucking team. I just want to see what if his receivers are going to wake up and really come through, like, yo. Alan,
0: Alan Lazard's coming back for this game, I believe, too.
1: Yeah, like, we have to be in that biz, Like, yo, we're, we're really those dudes. Who, like, we're not a bad core. Like, Aaron Rodgers can make something work for us. Tom Brady made it work with a lot of receivers. And I was always a firm believer that Aaron Rodgers was better than Tom Brady until, like, three years ago. So, and he's won two MVPs in that time. But, What can the Bears do to this to make something shake in that offense? Because they're feeling good after that last win. This is one of those fade the Gatorades.
0: Thank you. That is exactly – you saw the fucking belly slides in the rain? This is – they dumped the Gatorade. You can't have that much fun and, and, and come next week ready to play.
1: Nah, dead ass. You're coming in with a moral win, and you know you got to deal with it. But here's the thing. They show, like, videos of this rivalry like it's not it gets downplayed in real life now unless you're like really one of those fans but they show videos this is something you wake up for like yo we're going to come in and we're going to show that we can fucking do this
0: see i i would i would believe that except for like i said they were doing the whole belly slides through the rain not only that this was they they before the game started Darnell Mooney was basically like like, co-sign the fact that, like, this is a revenge game for Justin Fields because people thought Fields may go number three overall. And instead, Trey Lance went three overall. So he was going to prove to everybody, like, the, the, like, like oh, you passed up on me, like, type shit. So he – at a home opening game and a game that no one thought you are going to win against a team that passed up on you. I feel like they, they, they wrote – that's why they celebrated the way they did that game. Packers, there's no way I'm fading the Packers. Aaron Rodgers after that, like there's every bone in my body is like, oh Aaron Rodgers on primetime television too.
1: Oh bro, like
0: give he puts him up
1: every year on primetime. It feels like.
0: So why, bro? You do not get off a horse midstream. All right, you, you take it for the whole route. So give me give me a rod. I'm taking it again. I, don't tell me you're not taking the Bears, right? You you're co-signing a rod. Come on now, come on
1: now. You know how. About
0: practice all right just make sure another all right and our last game for sunday are is cardinals at the raiders this is a four o'clock game is that
1: a sunday game or is it on monday
0: no this is a sunday game it's four o'clock game they're all the other games was part of the blowouts they're all
1: tripping or do they have two games on monday
0: there's two games monday
1: okay okay just make
0: sure they're changing it up on you but this is a nice little game me personally, uh, Rondell Moore is hurt, and I believe he's going to be out. No, still no D-hop. So, the Cardinals are going to be down their number one and number two receiver. still. They didn't run the ball efficiently last week. That Connor scored, but I think he only had, like, 20 yards on, like, 10-plus carries. Derek Carr, similar to what I said about Stafford. You need to find ways to get Renfro involved as your wide receiver, too, and get Waller the ball a little bit more. Other than that, like – I'm still fading a Cardinals team that doesn't have D-hop because the the splits with with D-hop and without D-hop are just too massive for me not to – does not continue to fade them. And Raiders are at home here, home opener.
1: The Raiders played well last game. I think they just made too many mistakes. So, Devon – and then as long as – and then – like you said, they got to be able to get Renfro and Waller involved because they shouldn't be targeting Devontae twenty something times, damn near damn near twenty times. So like, I'm gonna take the Raiders as well, just off the fact that I don't know what this Cardinals Cardinals defense is, and the Raiders, Derek Carr can bounce back. When one person can bounce back from a from just a non a bad game, which I don't think was terrible, but a bad game, I, it's Derek Carr.
0: And uh Max Crosby was fourth in pass rush win pass rush win weight or win rate last week. Only behind Miles Garrett, Parsons, and Shekel Barrett. So was say, what does that even mean? That means every time during the pass rush he won fourth amount. He won the fourth most times out of everybody.
1: Damn. Okay.
0: So uh yeah, so that boy, he didn't get any sacks, but just sometimes this, you didn't get sacks, but you're right there in his face all game. So I expect that, to get some sacks
1: here. You got other people sacks. I feel like that should be a motherfucking you know, Niggas should keep up how many times somebody gets a double team.
0: All right, our two Monday night games. I guess we'll start with the big spread. The Bills are at home, a 10-point favorite. They should have been part of the blowout block too, but – I thought I'll save Monday for last, and they're hosting the Tennessee Titans. But the Bills are a fucking hammer, and all the other teams are nails right now.
1: But this is this is what I love about having a good Super Bowl pick. I can always bring up how this is my Super Bowl pick. These motherfuckers are gonna come through with the vengeance. Like everybody that everybody the Bills play is a problem. There's a problem theres because. I'm pretty sure this is number one and two in the AFC last year.
0: Yeah, and remember last year, this how it. Remember they played each other, and the Bills were running shit, running shit, and then the Titans end up beating them as the underdog type shit. And Derrick Henry had like 160 yards, stiff armed somebody to oblivion. Just, just it was a fun ass game though, and I think it was prime time also. It, it was either Sunday or Monday night, but I remember this game being a prime time game last year where the Titans won.
1: Damn, they did, but they—I forgot about that. So yeah, the Bills is coming. The Bills—they're waking up. They're waking up for everything. They're coming ready to fuck shit up every time. This is another game that they're gonna fuck shit up. Steph, but the Titans' defense isn't bad. You know, slightly. I just think they didn't look the best against the Giants with all the mistakes they made. And I think the Bills—what we saw—the Bills' offense wasn't even their final form. I feel like they still could. They still stuff for them to clean up. Yeah. So this is gonna make this game very fucking electrifying.
0: <laughs> no, and uh Titans are gonna go 0-2 here. It's gonna look rough, like I called, and then come talk to me week five or six when motherfuckers are chanting for Malik Willis.
1: Oh don't do it, Paul. How many interceptions did Ten Hill throw last week?
0: He he didn't throw any, but he he overthrew a couple passes on like a third down that was an easyable like you know you know those third down but like a third and seven and he's open and it's just a bad throw and you're just looking at the quarterback like bro our drive should continue right now but you missed him on an easy throw.
1: Uh, I, I always respect that in the first game because when it comes to um, throwing that bitch, you gotta kind of cut it in. Um, the time is off when it comes game versus practice. I think as a veteran, you should know that, and you should be um okay with that. So like maybe, maybe he's thinking seven seconds, but um the other um he's thinking seven yards. the Other but the corners, he, he might be thinking
0: seven. Other might, was
1: thinking five. Yeah, the other person's thinking five. So like that's where the disconnect is. So they might be like a little off. But as a veteran, you should know that like it's fat. It's a little faster. But uh, uh, all right. We both going Bills here.
0: No, one, no one's going tight ends.
1: You think you think Dawson Knox is gonna eat because he's okay on the uh, waiver wire in my other
0: league? I'm thinking he, like I didn't like I was not big on Dawson Knox as other people were who have him like t- top six tight end, top seven tight end, only because okay, seven, <laughs> he doesn't Mike. get catches. He gets last year he had like a like a twenty percent touchdown rate on catches, which is absolutely insane. That means one out of five catches is a touchdown like you don't you're not going to average that your whole career. So that's why I wasn't high on him. I think he'll have some fun plays here and there, but he's not a tight end cuz like like there's not enough targets to go around right now. Like there's too many other people on this team where he can get more catches. So he's like a either he's going to go off and have two touchdowns in a game or he's just going to have two catches in the game for like 20 yards.
1: Mm. A hot take. Do you think that somehow the um Italian defense can step up and make and make um Josh Allen have some of the same mistakes he had against the Rams?
0: I could see it because I do not trust early Josh Allen. I'm more of a late season Josh Allen type of guy. Like come late season, he's just rolling. Early season, he has some he has to clean some shit up. I could see this game being a lot closer than the the ten point spread because of some mistakes he's making, but at the, on the offensive side, I think the Bills' defense, like, I, I think they remember Derrick Henry going off for all those yards last year and all the clips of people getting blown to oblivion, and I think he had, like, a fourth-quarter 60-yard rush touch, like some insane rush that was all over everywhere. He did, he did. Yeah, and where the, the safety, like, pulled back. The safety didn't run up with him. And they were just, like, clowning. So, I think this is the game where the Bills' defense circled it. Not the coaches, but defense. They were like, we're going to show that we ain't some punk bitches they keep talking about.
1: I remember, I remember picking the Titans thinking that it would get tough to tackle Derrick Henry late in the game.
0: Our other Monday night game, this is the late night game at, like, 830. The other one's at, like, 7 o'clock. We have the Vikings going to Philadelphia where the Eagles are having their home opener. Eagles are minus two favorites at home. Vikings are the underdog. This is – I think the fans are going to be going wild in Lincoln-Rod Stadium. Like, that's a fact. Like, Philadelphia fans show up whether the team's good or not.
1: That's what the stadium's called. It's kind of weak.
0: No, nah, it's kind of – no, it's kind of Lincoln – not? Yeah, I think it's Lincoln because of Abe Lincoln's from up there or some shit. I don't know. I could be wrong. Don't ask
1: me. I bro <laughs> That's kind of weak. i, I – I take MetLife Stadium over that.
0: How do you see this one going here between the uh, the Eagles favorites against the Vikings coming off a big win against the Packers? Damn,
1: the Eagles is favorites over the Vikings? You think Darius Slay can, can play J-Jettas J, like that? No, I'm playing no man. Everything's zone.
0: See, this is this is one of my two bullet points here. Is that uh, Vikings DBs are gonna be getting cooked by AJ Brown, I believe. AJ Brown's gonna cook. Like they don't got no one that can guard AJ Brown. Devontae Smith as the number two is gonna get underneath shit, cook some people. The Eagles DBs, though, I think Slay can line up with Jetta Jetta's gonna get his. But oh, okay. Slay Slay can line up with him. Bradbury. And CJ Gardner Johnson coming over from the Saints that they traded for, like James Bradbury, they traded for from the Giants. Like they went out and now they have like a three headed dragon at corner. And I think they heart. can find a way to like, like really limit shit. And the front seven of the Eagles is always good, they always have a strong front seven. So, like, and
1: they're healthy, they're healthy right now. They still made the playoffs not the healthiest.
0: And don't tell me, I mean, I could be wrong, but Vikings may be riding too high to the sun right now, bro. They just beat the Packers, the boogeyman of the division, week run. Tell me they don't think their shit don't stink. Like – they probably ran a little too high after – everyone's patting them on the back. Like, bro, did you not see Justin Jefferson get 160 yards? Like, the new – Kevin O'Donnell's throwing – the offensive guru. Like, I think they're in for a smack in the mouth right here when it comes – when they go play the Eagles at home.
1: Wow, that was such a good take. But because we agreed on the last one, I'm going to let you on. I'm going to take the Vikings on this one. Because I just had so much reason to hate them last year. And now I'm, I am I want to root for them whenever I got a chance because like, <laughs> I want to. I want to. It's going to be a good game. And I think – I like that you said that because the Eagles are coming off. They almost blew it against the um, Lions. So, they're going to really come through and, like, kind of put their foot on – keep their foot on the gas. So, I want to see what Jalen Hurts can do against these Viking DBs.
0: Yeah, like, the DBs are going to get cooked right there. This should be a fun game, though. I never want to count out Captain Kirk. That's why the spread so close. It should be a fun game. But – I said what I said, and I'm sorry, Captain Kirk. You're still my guy.
1: Oh, no, man. You can diss your cousin.
0: Just I know, like, Dalvin Cook, I don't think, will have a big game because the Eagles front seven, and then it's just going to be uh, – like, the Vikings is riding too high. They might the, the first quarter might not look how they look. You know how, like, in UFC, a fighter got a game plan, and then they get smacked in the mouth, and then next thing you know, the game plan's out the window, and they, they look a little more lost.
1: It'd be nice if this is a good dog fight. For that. I'm going to have this game probably on the big screen and the Bills on my laptop.
0: All right. Well, shit. We, we picked all the games. Before we make our locks and our underdogs of the uh, of the week, I'm going to give out my fast five bets. I already got my bets placed. I'm hammering shit. I'm going big. Straight up. First bet. Packers minus 10 at home against the, uh, against the bears. Like I said, bro, like Aaron Rodgers at home after a loss against a division rival, the bears and the bears are coming off a Gatorade dumping performance against the 49ers. And then the icing on the cake is 75% of all bets are on the bears, but 75% of all the money is on the Packers, which means, the public is on the Bears, but the people that bet big money is on the Packers. So they know like that's usually a good tall tale sign that the smarter people are on the Packers. Another pick of my five is Steelers plus two and a half, and even sprinkle a little bit on the money line here. Steelers are the better team. Defense is going to win this game. They're going to shit on Mac Jones. The offensive line for Mac looked horrendous. Patriots don't have any corners that can guard these playmakers. Mitch may even have a good game. So, yeah, Steelers at home plus two and a half. Give me that one. Panthers plus two against the Giants. I think the Panthers are the better team. Giants coming off a Gatorade dumping performance. Also, Brian DeBall dancing with the team after winning the opener against the Titans, a team they shouldn't have won. They're not going to wake up for this game. Baker. Baker. He looked pretty good in the second half of that game when CMC was being used and they opened up the playbook some more. They also, Brown's got a better defense than the Giants. I can understand why Baker didn't play as good. Giants defense is not going to play well. I think the Panthers are going to end up actually even winning this game. So another game, spring a little bit on the money line. My favorite bet of the week, Jags plus four at home against the Colts. We hit on this earlier, like, Colts are so banged up. They canceled practice doing walkthroughs. No Darius Leonard. The home team has won the last nine times. The Jags has a plus four underdog. you tell me I can get plus points here? And th- this is going to be a game where the Jags probably win outright. So, I love that bet. Then
1: That is a good bet. I like that one. Right
0: and then my last one is this one isn't a spread pick but it's Miami versus the Ravens over 44 and a half. And this is because I think the, the Dolphins will score 21 points. And no matter what, at that point, I think the Ray, like, I think like we, the Ravens are at least scoring 21 points. So that's a 42 right there. We can't end in a tie. So. Field goal from there, like, this is going to be a higher scoring game than a lot of people think. The Ravens' defense is banged up. The Miami offense is a lot better than people think. And Lamar is a a quarterback that scores 21 when he fucking hung over the next day. All right, like, this is – both teams can score here. 44 is not big enough. I like those. Yeah, that's my fast five picks right there. Try to make it all within less than five minutes. Make some money this weekend, boys. And then to wrap us up, Kev, what is your dog of the week? And what is your two locks of the week?
1: Huh, this is interesting because, like, I got locks, so my dog of the week definitely has to be the Steelers. That's crazy that then at home in Heinz Field with the motherfucking pit with the yeah y'all tripping. I don't even know what you call a Steelers fan, but. Y'all yeah, big tripping. The terrible towers will be fucking waving in that motherfucker. And then the locks, got to take Joe BZ against, the uh, course, Who we going to use that word, Dallas defense. That's going to be – he better do 450 because I need that motherfucker T. Higgins to snap because I got to play this motherfucker, Sham. And he has the word, killing his motherfucking name. So <laughs> I don't appreciate little motherfucker with killing his name. Um. My other lock, I probably have to take the Browns, which is probably very shocking to me. But, yeah, that's my other lock because, like, there's no way the Jets got something for that.
0: All right, not bad locks. All right, so for my my dog, since you took my Steelers, <laughs> I respect it. I'm going to go with the Panthers going into the Giants. Everything I said on my best bet segment, I'm taking the Panthers here as well. Uh, almost went to Jags, but I'm not going to take the Jags here. But my two locks – are going to have to be – I'm going to co-sign the Bengals. Just like I said, he's going to just torch them boys, 450, completely kill them. The other one is going to be – I'm taking the Raiders here to bounce back, get the win against the Cardinals. That Cardinals defense has looked completely lost last week against Mahomes, and this is a game where I think Derek Carr bounces back, puts his name back into the MVP conversation. And and just – Devontae Adams, two touchdowns, calling it now. He's going to cook this Cardinals defense, and uh, they're going to look good at home here.
1: That's good. I fuck with it, man. But that's all you got. Anything you're looking forward to this week?
0: Ravens, Dolphins, bro. I'm waiting to shock the world because I think I don't think people will put enough respect on Tua. And the media is not going to put name respect on Tua's name unless we go out and win this game and we look good doing it. Not just good doing it, but he looks good doing it. This is a big game for us.
1: I love it, man. I love to see it, man. But I'm probably looking forward to Yeah, I'm not looking forward to shit. I'm, I'm, I wanna see my I'm maybe Monday, see what's going on Monday, see what happens. Maybe Joe B Z throws a shit ton of touchdowns to make him put him back in the M V P race. But I don't know, I don't know if I'm rooting for too much shit to go down this week. But hey man, if you didn't know me oh, yes. and- me and my cute-ass cat will motherfucking tell you that this has been another episode of Totally Blitz Podcast. I'm in this bitch. This is your boy, Lil' KK. I'm in this bitch with my cute-ass cat. I'm in this bitch also a Paul and Winham concert, Dolphins fan extraordinaire. And this is the Totally Blitz Podcast. We fuck with you. And if you don't know that we fuck with you, it's probably because the other day you caught us calling you. A bee, problematic. Problem Get the light beam on me, ready for another static. Don't you step into this box if you're not bad? Then my gang got tools. You could call them boy crap, man. This gang got rules, man. You better watch your passages. Ain't I new? Passing out the medicines. We've been on that rock star regiment. Knowing that I'm having seen higher than I ever been. I got a problem with.